why you like them either. Hi, Daria. Hi. Welcome to Ramen and Rosé. Ramen and Rosé. What is this? So. Ooh. We love a little a, a yeah. good Motown bop. Yeah. Poison Ivy by the Coasters. This is great. Yeah, it's fun, isn't it? By the Coasters? Coasters. Oh, by the Coasters. Yeah. <laughs> Your favorite five-piece boy band that you've never heard of. Yeah. Oh, look at that fade out. I learned how to fade out. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Anyway, if you can tell by that song. Yes. We are doing Poison Ivy, and it's not related to Batman. At all. Which is unfortunate. Well, it's fortunate and unfortunate because we definitely thought we were watching a Batman movie. But it's also good for the DC franchise that it is not related at all. (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, DC... DC has enough problems on its hands. Oh, yeah. They don't need this movie. They either. don't need this in their life. Wow. They got Tim Gunn taking over shit. Yeah, they do, don't they? Yeah. Um, um, all right, it's time to open it up. Um, well, today, pairing with our Poison Ivy, we are drinking Menage au Trois. Menage. And I have a, um, not only am I holding a, a mug that looks like boobs to pour the menage a trois in, I am also holding a pirouette like it is my cigar. Yeah. So I'm feeling real fancy today. And we're feeling, we have, okay, listen, today, let's walk through our day today. Today Ugh. we have had, well, okay, the good things. <laughs> <laughs> today we have had good ramen. We have great ramen today. We had bad champagne. We had terrible champagne. Then we, we had, had okay decent champagne. champagne. We've had mackerels. Which didn't come at first. No, they didn't. That's what she said. They they came, but just not enough. <laughs> <laughs> That's also what she That's said. That's also what she said. Um, um, yeah. Let's check in. How are you, Daria? I'm... I'm doing good. I've learned a lot about myself in this last week. Oh, yes. Like an inordinate amount of myself, um, which is good, you know. Uh, Listen, the New Year's has come and passed, but does it really set in until February for anybody? No. No. And what I've learned in January is is that if you're going to hold on to to the patterns of the past, no one's going to fucking save you. So... Well, Let I, it go. I will try to save you. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh, thanks. But also, it's better just to, you know, break your past patterns. And if you see them coming at you like a speeding train, yeah, you should dodge. You should dodge. Dodge. You should definitely dodge. That That is the one thing that you did not do. To anyone out there who is like, no, but this isn't like all the other times. Think it, it's like the other all the other times. It it's is. definitely like all the other it times. Is. And the only way for you to escape it and break the pattern is to dodge the speeding train. You don't need to be involved in somebody else's train wreck. It's okay. It's okay. And, and you know, maybe you can be an onlooker to someone else's train wreck. Which, you know, it's not ideal, but 
No. At least you're not in the trauma directly. This is true. And at least I will say, I almost got really seeped in the trauma. Um, but what actually happened is instead of like, you know, going full speed ahead, bullet train, train wreck, I just like, there was like, we hit a really big bump on the first car and I went, you know what? I'm going to get off at the next stop. And yeah. I did. You did. I keep kind of milling around the train tracks. You do. But we're not getting on another train. We're not getting on another train. No, you have been milling around this train track for a hot minute. It's okay. <laughs> i have and i'm leaving it behind you are leaving it behind which is good which is what everyone wanted literally everyone everyone and their mother wanted you off of this goddamn train yes they did yeah. i'm sorry it's okay Anyway, anyway, so, moving on to train wrecks that are destroying family lives. Uh, um, Poison Ivy. This was inadvertently a great yes. <laughs> intro to Poison Ivy. Yeah. Okay. So we're okay. So a little bit of background. A little, a little bit of background. So wait, what kind of background are we doing? Okay. So Poison Ivy. Oh, that kind of this background. This is. <laughs> what do you mean that kind of background? I didn't know how far into the. Okay. Poison Ivy, a new seduction. So Mm -hmm. this is actually the third of a series. The original movie that came out in theaters was with Drew Barrymore Mm. in the 90s when she was going through her, I'm not such a good girl, look at me, I'm bad. And it's because she was on a lot of drugs. Well, I mean, if you had to work with an alien at eight years old, wouldn't you? I don't think that's why she started the drugs. I don't know. Like, think about it. Think, uh, Think about the reality of her life. The reality of her life, where literally there are buildings named after her last name. Mm, mm -hmm. She also, her first big role is with an alien, and Mm -hmm. she has to grow up. And, like, what if she was attached to that alien? What if that alien really was her friend? Because she was a child, and she didn't know the difference. That makes sense. Yeah. She also did not have good good supervisors around her no she didn't that was we kind of we were trying to learn from our mistake with like kids in hollywood i don't know why eddie made that noise but we're trying (laughs) we're clearly not learning um like Mm -hmm. that like you always need a chaperone because like zendaya's parents Mm -hmm. have been around her oh yeah forever and they they won't like they're not leaving yeah that's why she backed off yeah yeah so it's based, so we watched not even the sequel. We watched the third The movie. third, the sequel to the sequel. And there is a fourth. I don't want to watch that. No one wants to watch it. If we run out of content, we'll watch it. I don't think we'll run out of content. I don't think we're going to run out of content. That would, no. <laughs> no. Like, global warming will set in before we run out of content. I don't want to watch this movie. <laughs> well, that's a really realistic statement, so I don't know. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Um, anyway, so the movie starts out. The movie the movie starts out wild, right? So it starts out basically where we have no introduction. And there are no. these little girls having a tea party. Mm-hmm. And, and, and they're like doing their thing in one room. Then another woman in another room gets greeted by a man. And then she proceeds to have sex with him. Yes. And titties out in the first three minutes. Yes. So she's... She's getting in the middle. She's getting. She's finna get banged real hard, and and somehow the little girls know that also 
the father is home and something big is about, about to, to happen, happen, which is weird. I know, because they were just having a nice tea party, although one of them was real upset about it. She was like, tea again? Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> um, you have the moral backbone of a, a chocolate eclair. eclair. What's sitting in between us right now? A chocolate eclair. Yeah. You should eat it. I will. I don't think I'm going to eat it on air, though. Well. I mean, I could, but like. Mm. You're not on air. You're on a couch. But this couch feels like air. You and I both know that's not no, an accurate doesn't. statement. It doesn't. Um, this uh, is a very old couch. Anyway. It's nice. Thank you. Anyway, Daddy comes home. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that. You didn't? Um, Mom is also home the entire time. She's out gardening. Right. So if you haven't caught up with our menage a trois special... Is that there is a mom and there is a woman who is not the, the mom, mom and there is a father. Who, who is the father? Who is the father? And none of these women look like they should be with this man. No. Both of the, you're at first like, oh, this, this, the first girl looks like she's probably like the teen daughter. No. no. Then who is she? The babysitter? Also no. No. Nope. She is the housekeeper. She is the housekeeper. She's the hot housekeeper and she's not doing a whole lot of housekeeping. No, she's greeting all the people. She's so. greeting all the people. Um, and he comes in and he is upset. And he's like, who will it be this time? Is it going to be the 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 milkman? The milkman, the mailman, the, the garbage man. man. The garbage man. Any, anything with man at the end of the title, he was very concerned about. Yes. Yeah. Um, the policeman. Um, so, so she's like, no, I... I just, I'm just horny, basically. And then the mother comes in. And is like, just like, really? Yeah. And the, and dad is like, I'm, honey, I, uh, I, uh. I'm not sleeping with her. And I'm not upset that she's sleeping with someone else. Which also the audacity, the audacity of a man to get jealous when he has a wife because she's sleeping with someone else. Men will do that. Men will get jealous out of the people you're, uh, you almost will sleep with yeah. when they're not dating you. Yeah. No, I know. I know. Anyway. Anyway, that train is, is, is leaving Zooming by. <laughs> Missed it again. Again. Anyway, um, so the girls are obviously ripped apart. We, yeah. are, it's like a slam cut to them in a taxi being dragged, dragged yes. away from home. Tea and party you're not quite over. sure who actually is related. One of the girls looks like our good friend Chloe. Um, no, hey, she Chloe. Hey, Chloe. <laughs> what have we ever called her, Chloe? I don't know. It felt natural at the time. And I immediately am taking it back. <laughs> it's okay. We love you, Chloe. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, you look like this little girl. <laughs> <laughs> you look like this child from the 90s. Um, um, so they're all ripped apart, and <laughs> dad is left with one one daughter, and the mom, Lee, she, does she die? She dies. She, she defi- dies. She definitely is dead. Of heartbreak. I think she died of breast cancer. Probably. But also- you know what's near your heart? Your breast. <laughs> yeah, I think that was symbolism. <laughs> there was symbolism. There was too much symbolism. <laughs> was there? Um, it was, I'm so sorry. It was, it was like blinded by a lot of nipples. It was uh, a lot of nipples. Oh, <laughs> so 
Lord. Um, and so the they're they're ripped apart, and then it cuts to like I don't know, ten years later, mm. something like that. It's somewhere ten to fifteen years later because they're they're playing like dress up, and they're in tea party, and then they're like suddenly somewhere like college age. So they're yeah either. They're beginning. It seems to me like they're supposed to be sophomores or juniors in college. Yeah, they're definitely all like thirty. But <laughs> yeah, they're all thirty. But they're supposed to be sophomores or juniors in college. And the and Joy, the the daughter who of the guy, um, yeah, she's you know living her life. She's a little Miss Perfect, trying to be. I don't know. It was better than Daddy. Daddy-o. Daddy-o. <laughs> her and Pops are. A t- <laughs> I'm Papa Rooney. Um. <laughs> the old man. Um. <laughs> so she's she's trying to be little Miss Perfect and is putting way too much pressure on herself. When her childhood best friend, played by Jamie Presley, yes. Violet, comes into the picture. She comes into the picture. She comes in apparently unannounced and she's just and like, And without I'm, a bra. And without a bra. And she's like, I need to stay with someone. My mom died. My sister's away. Her sister is from the original Poison Ivy. Mm. Dun, dun, dun. Mm. Um, and she, they basically, like, invited to dinner. Over dinner, Joy is like, Daddy, can she please stay with us? And he's like, I don't think that's a good idea. Because he's looking at her tits. And yeah. Violet's like, I have nowhere to go. Yep. And I just watched Daria reenact that in front of me, and I didn't like it. So, uh, <laughs> That's not the worst thing you've ever seen me do. It's not. <laughs> Probably not the worst thing you will ever see me do. No, no, it's no, no. But it's okay. So, basically... So, Violet moves in. Violet moves in violently, because she has a bag full of handcuffs and they all it's just handcuffs it's though. just handcuffs and they're all a little bit of leather and mostly handcuffs no it's only handcuffs <laughs> like if you look into the bag it's like 15 handcuffs and they're not like different kinds there's not like fuzzy ones no. or like silky ones it's not like rope it's just like, metal it's handcuffs just metal hand- just like a shit ton of handcuffs and i just want to know why props didn't decide to add like duct tape or like the syringes that would be used later they just said no we're just gonna give her a shit ton of handcuffs and they're only gonna be yeah there was no like there was not even like bdsm shit there was like it was just and i'm like also where do you buy that many handcuffs nowhere no what there is not a location on this planet where you can walk in and say i would like a bag a duffel bag's worth of handcuffs please really damn i mean Amazon, well there goes maybe. my sunday plans <laughs> this sunday is the super bowl how dare you desecrate this holy day there's time what do you mean there's time time to do what buy handcuffs yes no there isn't <laughs> how hard can it be to pick out handcuffs I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, darn. <laughs> we started with the train analogy, and it, the the train was us all along. <laughs> we, where are you going to the handcuffs or us store? That's what I was wondering. Where would you buy all these handcuffs? Nowhere. <laughs> anyway, anyway. 
So she comes in and she's immediately starts causing problems. She's got like weird side eye. The music is fucking going off. Fucking mm-hmm. Zeg. No, what was his? Reg. Reg. Reg Zeller. Reg Zeller. Reg Zeller is the musician, Reginald. and he is in five different genres. None of them are good. Nope. Um, and, and like. Violet is sneaking into her quote-unquote friend's room, Mm -hmm. and, like, literally, it's, like, OCD, perfect, everything's laid out in a straight line, and the music's going, dun-dun-dun-dun, and it's, like, she turns (laughs) one of the perfect makeup brushes just to the side. Just, like, just, like, ah, because it's, like, she touches every single one, so every duh is, like, her touching a makeup brush, and then it's, ah, and she, she, like, skirts it, and it's, yeet, skirt, skirt, hold up. Pop that. Skirt that. Pop that. Hey, 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 hey. You never loved me, Mom. And she does exactly that as she's going through her best friend Joy's <laughs> yeah. mail. Yeah, she is. She was like, You slept with you slept with everyone, Mom. Yeah. But she- I needed you whoa. <laughs> Now, that really worked out. Um, and within, she like is going through like mail underneath the bed, and she finds um, this letter that says some jack all shit about like her, Joy's boyfriend who used to do coke, and like she needs to be perfect, and blah 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 blah. Um, and the house, the new housekeeper, who is scary and terrifying. She is the definition of a hag. Like she looks. <laughs> <laughs> what? I wasn't even, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 I, I, I think we're recording this too close to 11 o'clock, darling. <laughs> she looks, well, no, she looks like an evil woman from a Miyazaki film. She does. Like, oh, super intense makeup. Mm-hmm. Her mouth is bigger, is too big for her face. It is. Like, her eyes also always look like everything's going to attack her at any moment. She's a Miyazaki woman. She looks like a possum. Like, you know when possums play dead? And they're like, ah! Like, that's what she looks like on her face at all times. And her makeup gets worse. Oh, it does. Every shot. Like, it's... I I don't know who is like... I think we had more yesterday. Put more on. (laughs) I can just imagine the makeup makeup person being like, looking at the reference photo and being like, mmm, something's different. Add more. More blue. More blue, more red, more mascara. Yes, and mm-hmm. have it dripping down the side of her face. Um, but here's the thing. I looked up her picture on IMDb. She just looks like that. I said, like, the makeup of choice. Susan Tyrell? Yeah. No! Uh, Susan looks fine. <laughs> Susan was a crybaby. Yeah. She, okay, her face, but, like, her headshot looks way better than than what mm. she looked like in the movie. That was worse than I remembered. But it's not <laughs> It's not as bad. Oh, she's dead. <laughs> yes! She's dead. This isn't funny. <laughs> it was just the way... The she was... Was... <laughs> no! Oh, no! She's dead. <laughs> um, oh, man. We're oh. fine. Um, no, Susan looks fine in certain, in certain photos. She's okay. That They did her dirtier with the makeup. She reminds me of, of Jan Crouch. Do you know who I'm talking about? No. Okay, all of, all of my religious trauma bitches, where you at? So Um, if you, if you ever watched the TBN, the 
television. I don't know what the B stands for. Network. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> the, tele- the television Bible network? Oh, that would make sense. It was a Christian television station. Mm-hmm. And it was hosted by Jan and Paul Crouch. And they li- they lived in California. And she reminded me of a real life Miss Piggy, but like not in the good way. Like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like hair always constantly pink. Blue eyeshadow, like very big. Like you can Google, you can you can Google Jan and Paul Crouch, and you're gonna be like, what? And I used to watch these people every day because of my mother. Oh, <laughs> oh Lord! <laughs> yes, that was what? The point. She has so much hair. Yeah. What? She's yeah. mostly hair. Yeah, when they came out with the movie about Tammy Faye Baker, I thought... It was about her? But Tammy Faye Baker is apparently another woman who just looked like that. What is with women who just deciding to do that? I, I, I don't know. And specifically religious ones. Mm-hmm. They're like, God is my witness and therefore I shall put on so much mascara that it makes the angels' wings jealous. Yeah. Like... <laughs> They're about to fly away on the grace of God <laughs> and this wig. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, I don't know. But she just definitely reminded me of her. Yeah, no, I see that. Yeah. And she is the moral, like, upright character of the film. Yeah, she, she anytime, anytime Violet comes in, she's just like, what is this hoe doing in here? <laughs> yeah. Do not touch that. What are you doing? What are you doing? Don't drink the alcohols. Don't talk to sir. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't talk. Master, like it's like it's very weird. Uh, it's incredibly weird, but okay. Yeah. So basically, what ends up happening is is like they're doing college things. So yeah. so basically, what's that girl's name? Joy. Yeah. Joy, her boyfriend comes over. All of her friends in, come over. Yeah, all of her like friends come over. They're all in from their prestigious schools because it's the summer. Sure. sure. They're all on like some sort of break and. And, you know, Violet, they're, like, having a little party because Dad's out of the house for, for the night. And, like, um, they're, they're, like, all basically start to bash mm-hmm. Violet. Mm-hmm. And Violet's, and, like, one of them's, like, just, like, oh, was it hard to get into community college? And she's just, like, and she says something snooty and whatever back and makes a joke about a welfare check and it was all it was, it was rough. Yeah. It was rough. Joke did not land. It didn't land. Um Um and then it starts to become apparent that uh Violet is really there just to cause havoc. Yeah. She's she walks around she like starts to try and seduce the dad, mm-hmm. seduce the boyfriend, she like takes a swim Topless, topless to like this military m- military song s- song everyone's heard it before i can't remember what it is but it, uh what the it's not pop and circumstance but it's like that is that's the presidential mark march but it's like that it's very yeah it's 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 yeah. when you hear the drums fernando yeah it's, yeah it's that and so she walks around naked then she she seduces the boyfriend once and gives him a blowjob. Um, yeah, because she she shows up mm. like the boyfriend tries to go up with Joy after Daddy's home. <laughs> you have to stop saying this. <laughs> it makes me laugh because your face. 
so sorry. I was allergic to the bullshit. <laughs> Daria. <laughs> um, he tries to go up with Joy and, like, tries to get busy with her. And she's like, no, I can't. And so he leaves un, un you know. Unsatisfied. Unsatisfied and walks downstairs. And there's Violet in her, in her work attire, which is all latex, of black course. leather. And he's like, where do you work? And she's like, I work at the Denny's. And he's like, oh, I've never been. So. So. And then, you know, <laughs> push comes to shove. He, she basically seduces him and goes down on him. Yeah. Um, and they move on. Uh, and then we move on. And then there starts to be, like, then she also, basically her, Joy is a tennis player. Um, and she has a scholarship. And she's going to transfer to Yale with her tennis scholarship so she has to do well so she invites her tennis partner over Mm -hmm. to play tennis and basically violet like messes them up and 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 gets them drunk and yeah she makes a margarita with a full bottle of vodka tequila baby oh tequila sorry (laughs) i mm -mm. tequila 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 uh, <laughs> what? What? What is that face for? You know what goes into marketing. I do. It's I slipped up. Okay. Eat your pirouette. Oh, oh my. So, so they're like basically they get too drunk and they're fumbling all over the court. And the boyfriend and cue the worst ADR in the world. Oh my god! It's they're so like. Bad. <laughs> our laughing is better than their laughing yeah, in this fucking is. movie yeah um and so basically the boyfriend comes home and he's like wait they're drunk we gotta get her upstairs because her father's coming home mm-hmm. and violet is like oh it'll be fine and um, literally he starts to carry her which he should be able to carry here's a big guy like it's fine mm-hmm. this is the most like white chad like paper face man you've ever seen in your life like he just like you know when you see him you don't see features you see prep school yes like yeah you're like oh privilege like it's it's literally like yeah that's his face oh so that's where our trust fund is yeah um and she literally starts to try and seduce him while he's carrying his girlfriend up to the bed yes because she's like she's passed out she won't know um so so he gets her upstairs. They leave the other girl just on the court. Just getting sunburned on the court. They get her eventually. They do get her eventually, but like... Long time, yeah. Long time. Um, and basically, like, he carries everyone upstairs. She tries to seduce him. That doesn't work that one time. And and so then she sneaks into bed with the friend and... Yeah, trying to be like, oh my god, we just had a, like a girl's threesome. Yeah. Menage a trois. Menage a trois! Yeah! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, then she she really freaks out, which I'm like, oh, you should not be that afraid of that. Um, and... Yeah, she acted like she, like, someone had told her that a tarantula crawled into her... <laughs> her vagina in the middle of the night because she was like running no clothes yeah. like she was like no no um then what happens is violet starts to seduce the father at this point 
Yes. Oh, we forgot that there was like some weird backstory of where Violet was like, it's my favorite line in the entire film. She goes, the first time I had sex was when I was 13. I was the school slut by the time I was 14. And then I got smart. I stopped going to school. (laughs) (laughs) With the most intensity. Oh my god, so Like, bad. the levels of just daytime just. soap opera TV acting that happened in this movie are ridiculous. And here's the thing, Chad, if that is his name. <laughs> it's not. It's not. <laughs> Chad. But, but Chad, he is on daytime television right now. He is on yeah. Days of Our Lives. Yes, he is. Or, no, General Hospital. Uh, he's on one of them. Uh, no, I think it was Days of Our Lives. Yeah, it is, yeah. So it's like... Wasn't one of our wasn't Landfield on Days of Our Lives? He probably was. Yeah. He like yeah, I can see that happening. But yeah, yeah. So okay, so, continue. So she says that she starts to seduce the father. Um, mm-hmm. the first time she just kind of she just kind of seduces him. Yeah, like a little tempting, like it's a little like, a, like a look at me, look at me. Yeah, I'm Sandra D. Don't you? Don't I remind you of my mom? Yeah, yeah. Which is like. Weird. And he's falling for it. Then, then basically, she goes downstairs, and I'm gonna be real honest, that girl's jaw has has to be tired. Like, (laughs) like Like, it has to be. Yeah. So, she goes downstairs, and, and basically he, the Chad is like, is like, I can't believe that she would jeopardize not coming out to Yale with me by getting drunk before her big practice. Yeah. And she's like, well, maybe she just doesn't want to be with you. Huh? Did you ever think of that? Um, she wasn't this Southern. She is, though. But she is. There was moments where she would be <laughs> like, well, what do you want? Like, she's like a Southern belle. Mm-hmm. It's great. Because Jamie Presley is very Southern, and if she had been Southern the entire movie, it would have been great. Yeah, no, honestly, it would have been a better movie if she was Southern. Yeah, because it would have been like, oh, like, they moved from Texas or something, and then, and then they moved back to Texas, and then, but they couldn't do that, I guess, because of the first and second movie, like, it didn't make sense Mm -hmm. as far as the plot, so they just casted someone who was from Texas, but couldn't make it make sense. I know. Honestly... This this movie of we have talked about should have been in a different genre because it would have yeah. been so much better. Yeah. Like we were thinking about it, it should have been a noir film, mm-hmm. make her southern so it can be like high glamour, like I'm coming in to do the to undo the wrongs that you've done my family, um, and come in and put it in black and white. Have like you can still have the the air of sex that this movie has. But you can do it classier in a way that's so much more intriguing if you make it film noir. Yes. That is just in City, but like... But still. But still. Like, it would have been a, it would have been ahead of its time because Sin City came out right? shortly after. Anyway. Yeah. Um, um, but so, so she's talking to the boyfriend and the boyfriend's like, I don't understand. And then she starts to do some because it's night and they're by a pool and she's in a robe. Don't. Sorry, Eddie is... Okay. Okay, sorry. I, my my, our, my dog just walked through all of the cords that are holding up our very delicate recording system, and it was like he was James Bond, and they were lasers, and I was very concerned. Um, <laughs> and he is not concerned at, at all. all. Not uh, in the slightest. So she seduces him, and this is the most egregious part of the film, where she pours, she pours champagne on her body. And then he licks it up. 
And I don't like it. You really don't. Which, like, here's the thing. Do I want it? No. But do I understand the idea of it? Yeah. No, No, I do. I don't. I don't. We just had really terrible champagne. That would have made better use of that champagne. No, wouldn't have. I would have. No, that someone would have gotten (laughs) ill. Because it's, it's bad. Yeah, but like. But like, it's sticky and it's gross. And she just came out of the pool, which means that she's like, which means that her body is already has chlorine on it. And then he put champagne on top of that. And then licked it off. They're not worried about the taste. They're worried about the sensation. I'm worried about the taste. We just watched Fifty Shades Free where he takes ice cream. Yeah. And like, do you like the ice cream? Yes. Then why don't you like the champagne? Because champagne, that's wasteful. Ice cream, you can buy tubs of that shit. Champagne is expensive. You're wasting it. You're putting it on the ground. You're putting champagne on the ground. (laughs) Okay. I understand. They have money, though. They're trust fund babies. They don't she care. doesn't. She doesn't, but she's using everyone else for everything they got, so. I know. I just feel like, as somebody who uses Ziploc bags <laughs> on a daily basis, <laughs> should not be wasting champagne like that. Do you clean out your Ziplocs? I used to. Okay. Yeah. I'm just saying. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, we've spent too much time on this one. She she seduces him. They fuck. They. We haven't spent that much time. I should spend more time on that subject than I'd like to. Well. Um. So, <laughs> um. And while she's finishing seducing him and oh. like whatever, she brings out a little vial of cocaine. I want the vial. Yeah, Tabitha really wants the vial. She was like, "That looks cool. I want it." I'm like, "What are you gonna put in it?" What would I? I would put little. I would put my little sugar in it for my coffee. Nice. And it would be the sugar in the raw, so that people wouldn't get confused. <laughs> as you, as you rub your nose. <laughs> I've been sneezing, and everyone knows it. Sure. Um. um. Oh no! <laughs> so she basically leaves, and he's like, "I don't do that shit anymore." Blah 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 blah. And so she, and so she's like, "Fine, if you don't want to do it, then there's no problem. Just leaving it here." Mm-hmm. And she walks away, tits out, tits out. And he obviously does cocaine. Yes. Um. <laughs> um. She then uses this to to separate the young couple. Yeah, she like she gets evidence that he's using basically using cocaine, and she goes to the dad, and it's just like, just like he's fallen back into his own ways or whatever, and somehow incriminates him, and so dad comes into joy, and it's just like I will not have him coming into our family business if he's a druggie. Oh right, because he was gonna inherit the family business. Yeah, because that right. shit also doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. Don't you have your own family business to inherit, slacker? Right. Who are you? Um, so, she, so then Joy and, and, and Chad break up. Name, not his name. And he, and he's very upset. And then there is an outside scene that is some of the worst sound mixing I've seen in a while. So bad. Because they, they didn't, they didn't. I don't know. It was like, so basically the budget for the film was definitely like, we have this mansion, we're going to rent the mansion, we're going to do everything in the mansion. 
but we have the the money for one outside scene around the corner on the street. And, and it was this. And it was this. And and so you can't hear and they definitely went back in and like dubbed it over again. Mhm. Um and she's in full leather or latex at this point. Oh yeah. Yeah, and she's just like Joy's never going to get you back or something. What did she say to him? Or you're never going to get Joy back. It's something like that. Um, yeah, I honestly don't remember what she says. I kind of blocked that scene out. No, because she was like, she was like, well, her father's not going to believe you anyway, because you're a coke addict. And he was like, and he's like, yeah, I only did it once. And she was like, well, you cheated with me twice. And he's like, yeah, but that was only the twice times. And she was like, well, I told Joy. And he's like, no. Oh, yeah. And he had like left his jacket there. So she like throws it at him. Mm. And she really makes it look like he came back. Um, and when she goes up to Joy, she's just like, he was talking crazy. Like, he was talking out of his mind. It was obvious he'd been using drugs again, and he was just trying to get you back. Yeah. But he's a drug addict. But he's a drug addict. And at this time, uh, Big Papa is is getting ready for a date, and he has invited a nice, respectable lady, because his wife has been dead for 15 yeah. years, so he can go out on a date. But Violet has listened to the tapes of her recording a message to, like, to him. And she <laughs> has listened to Watergate. Um, <laughs> and she's like, this bitch is gonna get a date with him, and, like, deletes them all. Mm-hmm. So he gets stood up. Yeah, so he gets stood up, because he thinks... That he, she's supposed to meet him somewhere other, somewhere other than the place that she actually called and said, "Hey, I'm running late. Can you meet me here?" So obviously, trial of error. He doesn't go to the right place. Then he comes home. He has the flowers. He's upset. He's spaghetti, and he sees Violet, who is in a red skin tight backless gown. Yes, with. With Joy's mother's earrings on. Yeah! Um, Which she started to do the whole movie. She's been, like, where, going through the mo- mom's closet and, like, stealing shit. Right. And also, by this time, the house, uh, the new housekeeper is like, I'm not here for your shit. But she went out for pizza. Because it's her night off. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, Papa Bear was supposed to have a date. Yeah, he was supposed to have a date. She went out for pizza. And so... He comes in and she's in her backless red dress and he's like, don't do this to me. You look so much like your mother and that's hot. And she's like, I know, isn't it? And And he's like, why are you dressed up? And she's like, I just wanted to feel pretty. I just wanted to feel pretty. And so she gets him to dance with her. Yes. And they don't do much dancing no they do do dancing they do dancing but but then the housekeeper comes in and she's like ha ha gotcha yeah they do a lot of undressing her so that her tits are out and him kissing her neck yeah he yeah that did happen Um, (laughs) (laughs) like this wasn't dancing this was this was a lot of i kind of blocked out all of the sex scenes in this movie Because they're bad. Yeah, they are. They're bad sex scenes. Like, they're bad sex scenes. I don't want to watch them. I don't want to... I don't want to endure 
the problems of them? No. So I just blocked them out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that would be nice. Um, anyway, I don't remember what happened in between this, but we do, but Joy is now to the point where she's, like, trying to get ready for her, like, championship in tennis, and she's, like, speaking to what looks like an eyelash curler. Yes. It's not an eyelash curler, but all of us went, isn't that eyelash curler? Mm Mm-hmm. Because it's, like, this little metal figurine, and she's like, I can win. I can win. I can win. I can win. Yeah. And she's so serious. And I'm like, girl, tennis is not going to be the reason that you are, that you survive. Like, yeah, no, no. But I, she still is kind of like, I can win. Maybe I can salvage my relationship with, with Chad. Yes. Not his name. Um, was it Michael? Was his name Michael? Man, I don't know. I think his name was Michael. Okay, well, Chad is his name. And so, <laughs> so he... So she goes to the championship, but she fucking, like, doesn't make it. Like, she's bad. No. She does a very bad job. Um, and she's very upset about it because she's a perfectionist. Yeah, and Chad tries to give her, like, flowers, but she doesn't want to talk to him at She all. doesn't want to talk to him because she thinks he's on drugs. And at this time, she goes and she walks in and, um... And and she, Violet. Violet has fully seduced Daddy Warbucks, and and he is chained to the bed. Yes, and she with has a million headcuffs. Yeah, and she has like a flogger or something. It might not be a flogger. She has mm-hmm. a whip of some kind. A horse whip? Yeah, no, it's like a little. It's a little like horse whip. Yeah, she has a little horse whip, and she's and she's like, I didn't mean for you to see this, and so then obviously. Joy is not joyful anymore. No, she's angry. <laughs> she's very angry and she's very upset. Um, Hi, I would be too. Right. Um, and so then she tries to leave. And then somehow the the boyfriend dies? Yes. So uh, during the tennis championship thing, I don't know. This all gets really muddy for me because I just didn't care at this point. Yeah. But, um... Somehow, Violet gets with Michael again and is dis- and is basically just like, this is the last time, and then kills him. Like, yeah. <laughs> she injects him with some sort of drug that she has in her bag. And, he- and this is honestly where Jamie Presley's acting becomes phenomenal. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is fun. Yeah. Because she turns into, like, crazy, like, I'm out for revenge, but I'm looking hot woman, instead of just, like, I'm trying to seduce everyone. Yeah. Because now it's, like, has some, like, stuff to it, and she, like, gets to be crazy. Yeah. And he's, like, and, like, there's a bunch of shit of, like, why would you do this, this, that, the other thing, who's in control, and she's just, like, I'm the one with control now. (laughs) Yeah. And And there's weird shit, too, that we haven't mentioned, where she's been, like... She's been putting on, like, like Joy's mo- mom's clothing, but she's also been, like, rocking Joy's dolls. Yeah. And, like, wanting to reenact the tea scene. Yeah. And so, so she does that. She kills Michael. Yeah. She then Chad. also, yeah, Chad, Michael, Chad, Chad, Michael, my cad. Chad, Michael, Murray? Who? Chad Michael Murray? Who? Ch- oh my god, no, you did not just dishonor Chad Michael Murray in this household. 
Waiting for you is like waiting for rain in this drought. Useless and disappointing. What? <laughs> ah! <laughs> what is this rum? I'm giving you so many clues. You, you still- Jennifer Coolidge! <laughs> yes. You're just not that pretty. And you're not very bright. I'm so glad we have that time. I am literally quoting all of this movie to you right now. Oh! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh! Cinderella! Yes! Oh, I forgot his name was Chad Michael Murray. Yes! Mm, that's my bad. Wow! That is really my bad. Wow, that is know? really like, my bad. Tristan! He was Tristan! And Isolode? And Gilmore Girls, what? Who the fuck was Tristan? Tristan? The one who called Rory Mary. Oh yeah. He oh, was yeah. he was Beta Logan. It like yeah. Logan was him grown up. Oh, let's find out shows of Logan. Right? And <laughs> anyway. I really so I'm sorry, Chad Michael Murray. I know who you are. You are seen, you are heard. <laughs> yes, you are, Chad. Um, Danny DeVito, I love your work. So Huh. Oh, so she kills Michael. She then goes. <laughs> <laughs> so yada yada, she kills Michael. Um, um, and then also, I can't remember where Joy is, but like she somehow gets her ha- hands on the dad too, and is like, "You, you wrecked my mother," and all this shit. Yeah, she kills him, right? And she kills him. Yeah. Um, she kills the housekeeper at some point. Yeah. We're really just yada yaing through these deaths. Honestly, they just really yada yada. <laughs> the deaths happened in the last fifteen minutes. Yeah, I was like, "Wow, Rebecca." Um, anyway, and then she Joy comes home, and Joy is like going through the house, and everything's really freaky, and like she f- discovers <laughs> she discovers the housekeeper in the closet, <laughs> like a dead possum. Yeah, like a dead, like full on dead possum, yeah. mouth open, eyes agape, like Jesus. <laughs> Um, and so Violet basically lures her in and tries to be like, we're gonna play tea now. We're gonna, and we're gonna have this nice moment, and I'm gonna be your mother. Yeah. Like, that's really what it is, and it's trying to get her to do a murder-suicide with her. With her. And she's like, let's play dress-up, so they, like, put, she has on her pearls, and basically a similar dress because it was the mom's dress that they were playing dress up in. So she put on the mom's dress. That's why she was wearing yeah. all of the items. Because it reminds her of the tea party. And and then she has Joy put on a dress that is the same dress that they were playing dress up in. And she's like, let's have tea. And the tea is poison. Um, yeah. And, and Joy's kind of like, nah, I don't want to die today. Um, and she, she has also found out that Michael was killed and murdered. Yeah. So she knows. Yeah. Um. So, the cute big fight scene. Fight scene, then basically. Pearls break. Chase through the house. Martha! Um, and, and, and she runs down the stairs. Um, what's her name? Ivy. Violet. Violet. Violet falls down the stairs. She's dead. Eyes are open. End of movie. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Damn. This was a weird movie. This was a weird movie. Um. And that's the thing too. It's like the plot is really shitty. Yes. It's also not the worst plot to be ever written. No. And it actually could be a really interesting like 
like intense thriller revenge movie but the problem is so this was written by a woman but then jamie presley got on set and everybody went whoa her body two so she was only supposed to have like two nude scenes and they added more which is so dumb. Which is because everyone went, oh my god, she's so hot. Jamie Presley also eventually went uh, going to pose for Playboy. And I really think that is a part of her yeah. trying to reclaim her body image yeah. after this. Because she she later came out saying, I didn't know that I could say no. Because they, they had to approach her and be like, hey, are you okay if we write in two more nude scenes for this? And she didn't know she could say no. She, she was worried she was going to get blacklisted for not wanting to do... Right basically pornography yeah like the the line between pornography and 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 this movie and the reason this is marketable is solely because it's you're not seeing men's genitalia no that's literally that's it here's the thing that is crazy to me because like people made such a big deal out of 50 shades right yeah and it's crazy because it's like it's that whole thing that it's like women can't be sexual so people really went taboo on Fifty Shades of Grey, but this movie has fully existed and was has fully been yeah. out for years and is way more sexual in other ways and unnecessarily. Yeah, doesn't move the plot along at all. At least at least Fifty Shades is like mixed into the plot. Yeah, they built a plot around BDSM, so of course there's going to be a part of the story and. Listen, it is a little. By the third movie, you're basically at soft porn. Yeah. But like, that's still. But for some reason, that is societally acceptable. Right. Compared to actual porn. Right. And the difference is just. I mean, the difference is just really that there's you don't actually see male genitalia. Yeah. No. That's because like even in the movies that I can think of where you you see it, where you see a dick is like. You see it once and right. then never, never again. again. Never and again. it's always in a very non-sexual way. Mm-hmm. It's like a guy just standing there. Mm-hmm. And you're like, hmm. Mm-hmm. No, it is. And I'm not saying put porn on screen and make it ex- like truly accessible. I'm not saying that. No, it's... But it is a... We hold women's bodies at a very different yes. level of... Of... I don't even know. Of, it's not even... Of consumerism. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is of consumerism, because it's it's literally like, ah, she's naked, so this is marketable, but if a man is naked, it's not marketable. Yeah. Which is insane to me, because anytime a man is naked, American gigolo, it's yeah. put into the zeitgeist as, there is a man naked. <laughs> everyone, like, you yeah. can, everyone knows, like, everyone knows the movies that men are naked in. Yeah. Because it doesn't happen that often. And, be, and it doesn't happen that often because men don't want it to happen that often. Yeah. And this is a man's world, so it doesn't happen. And then, but they go, no, no, no. Everyone's chest is just out. Yeah. Everyone's chest is just out. Just out. Because it's also very jarring and very unnecessary to have children. And that children for like five minutes and then just boobs yeah. happening in the room next door and you're like, you're like what what is happening no like don't do not, that it's not it's like actively not okay yeah so uh, i don't know this movie upset me 
This movie was very upsetting in very many ways. Yeah. It was, and every time, I was like, I was so jarred, because it's not, it's not, like, Fifty Shades of Grey, you know what you're getting into. Yes. You're prepared to see boobs, but they also do it in a way that you're not, it's not like suddenly, this movie was just like, and tits, and you're like, yeah. no, I wasn't, I didn't, ah, I didn't know this was here, what? Well, also, okay, I'm gonna say it, a lot of it happens in just plain daylight. Yeah. Which is jarring. No, it's like every shot you can see tits through a window. Yeah. And it's like, why? Why? Why do I need to know you can see this from a window? Yeah. There's no reason There's for no it. There's no reason. There's absolutely no reason. And it's like, because, like, at least, I, like, in there are, there are other movies, and we're not even saying Fifty Shades, but there are even TV shows like Big Little Lies mm. or or um, or White Lotus, yeah. where, where it is graphic sex. Yeah. But it is moving the story along. But it's moving the story along. It's not just about... Because, like, in White Lotus specifically, is like, there is some intense stuff, but it always... That's not the first thing you think of. No. It's not it's not shot in a way that this shot is ingrained in your mind mm-hmm. because it's so in your face. Mm-hmm. White Lotus is like, hey, this is things that's happening. You see all these faces, you see that you get the vibe, yeah. the music is playing, and then it goes. Yeah. It immediately goes to the next one. This is like pause. pause. Look at this now exists without time and space. Yeah. And we're just having and it's like no, that's no. not No. That's not a Okay. It's not okay. I also am interested to know what what streaming because this came out direct to VHS. VHS. Yeah. So like, and the first one with Drew Barrymore is a similar sort of setup, but it's not as bad. But that came out in theaters. Yeah. Which is wild. Yeah. The nineties were a weird time. Here's the thing. So like, I was under the impression. So Mm -hmm. like, because like, I grew up. In the time where you went to a video store. Mm-hmm. Right? So, yeah. like, Friday night would happen, sleepover, you would go to the video store and, mm-hmm. like, pick out something. Yeah. The thing that's crazy to me is, like, I never, because video stores stopped existing. Yeah. I never found out was what was behind the curtain. Really? Because, no. Because by the time I would have you would have figured out. it out. It was gone. It was gone. Blockbuster was over. Blockbuster is Blockover gone. is now just a pop-up on Melrose. It's a pop-up on Melrose. So it's like, I didn't... So I'm like, was this movie behind the curtain? This was New Line Home Video. New Line Cinema? Y- yeah. That makes no sense. Yeah. Sorry. Continue. No, I'm just like, I just want to know, like, would it have been behind the curtain? What qualified for it to be behind the curtain? I don't know. Because, like, what is the what is the difference between this and softcore porn? Is it the producers? Because that's literally, like... The, the only feeling, yeah. That's the only thing, because this is, like, this is softcore porn. Yeah. So, I just don't understand what makes it different. Yeah, what is the threshold of like it's like is it is it based on how how long it's happening on screen, how whatever? Because there's also it's like like cuz now 
quite honestly, if we haven't had, had like, movies like this in the 90s, we wouldn't have gotten to Bridgerton today, mm-hmm. which the first season of Bridgerton, or, like, or um, Game of Thrones especially, yeah. is, like, Outlander. It's all of these things that should kind of be considered. Yeah. But because they have a pretty, uh, at least a half-in-depth story behind them, yeah. it's allowed to be on screen. Right. And, like, the crazy thing to me is, like, so, like, what is the difference? Because, yes, the writing is bad on this. It's not good. But when you have a show that's, like, Outlander. Yeah, where the writing is phenomenal. Right. And so that's considered high art and tasteful movies. Yeah. But this movie isn't because the writing is bad. Yeah. And so, like... And then it puts girls in a very, it puts them in a very particular spot because, like, think about Outlander. It is a very crazy premise. But. But it could have been 50-50. Yeah. It could have been either it's high art or it's pornography. Yeah. And there's no way to know if you're an actor going into it. What it's going to be. What it's going to be. Yeah. Especially when you have people that go in and you they go, oh, this is what you look like naked. Yeah. We gotta get this on screen more. Yeah. And then it's like, well, why are you using me? Yeah. Because Jamie Presley has went on to have a very successful career. Yes. She has come back from a movie where this could destroy careers for yeah. girls. Yeah. For women. Yeah. Just because... Because if you do it and some... And then for the rest of your career, people go, oh, look at your tits, though. Mm-hmm. Like, that... She wouldn't have gotten, but she's had an Emmy. She's gone on these big shows. Jamie Presley has done very well, which is amazing. And she's never had a nude scene since. Yeah. Which there is sort of an idea of like, if you don't get into the right thing where your body is shown off and there's not a strong enough consideration of art behind it, it could completely skew your your career in in a bad way. Right. Yeah. Especially because like, there are many, like, there are so many girls who are cool, like, or even, we, even there were male teachers at our school who would say, I thought I was walking into a regular audition and it was a porn audition. Yeah. And it's like, fucking James Franco ran a whole yeah. school of acting that was basically pornography. Yes. Which is insane. And there's no, and I think the industry is trying to get better at regulating that. But it's so easy. It's so easy because all you have to do is get a different production name, mm-hmm. change the production name, and then go, oh, it's just a new production company. That's who's doing it. Yeah. And then and and then you get girls on casting couches and things like that thinking that it's something for HBO or Showtime, and then it's not. Yeah. And it's hard to know, especially when you're first starting out, what it is. Because, like, so, cause like, as an actor, you generally start out on backstage. Yeah. Some things get the green check mark from backstage that are like, yes, we have reviewed this, we have looked into this, this is fine. And they put a warning up for the ones they haven't reviewed yet. They've yeah. gone, we haven't looked at this, be careful. Right. But the narrative is also, but they also push you to submit as soon as possible. Right. So if you're a young person, has never gotten any work before, it's so easy to go, well, I guess this looks okay, 
Like right. it's a little, like it's a little unprofessional and it's a little empty. But maybe that, maybe it's just because they're not experienced either. Because yeah. you hope it's a student film, yeah. and suddenly you walk on a, on to an audition and you're in, not in a safe place. Right. And like, LA has gotten to a point now where it's like Burbank, like like Studio City stuff like that. It's reasonable to have an audition in those places. Yeah. But there's no way for you to know if it's actually there or not. No, it right. And the other thing is that because there's a problem with like leakage mm-hmm. and things getting out, sometimes the people who are reputable, it sounds like it's not reputable. Yeah. Because they're being so secretive because they don't want the information to get out. Yeah. So like I was doing something for Google. Yeah. And they didn't say it, like, they were like, you're going to have to show up in your bra and underwear. You're going to have to do this. Are you okay with that? But if you don't hear who it's for first. You're like, uh. uh no. Yeah. Like, that, like, there's just got to be a way. There's just no. got to be a way to make this easier. No, and it's like, I'm auditioning for something right now that the self-tape is, is I talk about a push-up bra. Yeah. I talk about my secret, like, it's a, it's sort of a seductive, like, scene, like, scene where it's, I'm basically, like, teaching people about seduction. Right. But it's like, there's a line that I talk about a push-up bra. The smart actor choice is to then do the self-tape in a push-up bra and right. be like, like, you're gonna look at my chest, I need you to see me in a bra anyway. Right. But, like, also, I don't know if that's a real thing or not. Right. And it's it's so hard. And this says it's verified. This says it's this, that, the other thing. And so you kind of are stuck in this place of, like, can I make this choice? And you're constantly having to nowadays, especially as a woman mm-hmm. in entertainment, to go, can I take the risk on showing this part of the thing to hopefully get the job that will make me money? Yeah. Or do I have to turn this way and risk losing an opportunity? Exactly. And both ways it can go bad. Yes. Because there is there is the fear of being blacklisted. And there is the fear. Because what's worse than being blacklisted for a woman is being the girl who took her clothes off too soon. Yeah. And there's no way to know where that boundary is. Yeah. And, like, I've had teachers be like, oh, well, I I, ha- I was coaching this girl, and, like, she did a really smart thing where it's, like, she walked into a director's room and said, um, and was, like, and they were, like, oh, would you mind, like, showing us your body? And she said, oh, you can see that on my tape. Mm. And that's great. But, like, also, if you don't know you need to put that on your tape, you don't know that this is, that you just need to have that ready to attach to something else as a different file to send. Yeah. Like, if a director walks in and says that and it's not for a nude role, like, you go, uh... And, like, yes, you should always be safe. Yes, if something is bad, speak up. But there is, it is very scary to actually, like, you can say that and actually be put in the situation and not know what you're going to do. Right. Because you fear. Yeah, you fear. Because yeah, it's... Because when you are working for your art... Mm-hmm. And, and it's like, okay, so if I book this job, I can pay my rent for, yeah. for two months. Or I don't book this job and I still have to stay at this job that I hate. Yeah. <laughs> like, and it's... And there's like... There's not... there And, and people, people want to come from like this high ground where they go well you just never should take your clothes off but what is the line what is the line and also should i feel bad if my line is different than society's right 
because I honestly am am like a body's a fucking body. Right. Like there shouldn't really be. I understand why why it is sexualized and like like the images of a naked body are that way. But it's mm-hmm. like if I'm okay showing this part of myself, what the fuck does anyone else care about it? Right. But also, there's no way to navigate knowing what your price is. Right. I won't show my body for a certain price, but what is the line? Yeah. What is the what is the price of that happening? <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. So, we're, yeah, we're just not having... We're, <laughs> we're just, we're just, we're, what we're saying is, is that, like, you can't like Jamie Presley is doing well and you can't judge her yeah for for doing something because she's doing great yes she's doing great she's like she's thriving yeah. she's had many roles she's won emmys but it's like what's the line guys what's the line um and if and I, like i'm that this is one of the reasons that i am very like pro you should unionize sex work and actually yes. make it a legitimate job source cuz it only makes it safer <laughs> For everybody, bless you. Thank you. You have been so sneezy. I have been sneezy. <laughs> um, I've been very sneezy. Yeah, so I I guess this is all to say. Pro-sex work, guys. Pro-sex work. Make it safer for everybody. Yeah, because once you legalize sex work, you can start to legalize Hollywood, which is crazy, but it's true. Yeah, which that would, like, you need the bitch to get into. Yeah. Eddie is is reprising his uh, secret agent attempts at stepping over the wilds. He's he's fine, but he's on thin ice. He is on thin <laughs> ice. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway. Um. Alrighty. What else? What What did you like about this movie? What did I like about the movie? Um. I liked the house. House was beautiful. The house was a nice house. Um, and that's about it. What about you? <laughs> I, yeah, no, the house was great. I like, I really just wish that, that the exposition had been cut to, you know, 15 minutes of the film and the rest was like the revenge because the revenge was more fun. And I like, I like, uh, as much as I, I wish, you know representation of of saying women in media was an average thing um i do like crazy revenge stories because they're great no yeah so if they leaned into that it would have been this really cool like harley quinnish vibe yeah but we didn't so we did not Um, um so yeah um what did you think about the ramen that we had because we had we had to to Zaki to Tushin. Nope. Oh, uh, Ta. It's on Melrose. It is. Oh God. To Tazuki. To T U. They were good too. Y. No. Yes. T A T U. T A T U. See this. It's like Tatsu. 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 Tatsu ramen. Tatsu ramen. That's right. No, that's it. That's it. That's definitely it. Tazaku. Tatsu. Um, so I had the hippie. 
Yes. Which was great. <laughs> this was a little bit ago. Yeah. My ramen was actually really good. It would have killed you because there was ginger in it. Yes. But it was like, it was so as a vegan option. I decided to try their, their, uh, that option. Um, it was super cute. Like it had, um, and it, what I liked about it is that, so vegan robins tend to have a very, very thin broth. This still had like a certain amount of, of like, Mm, like like warm blanket feeling for a broth without yeah. it becoming too oily as a vegan broth um and i thought that was really good they had copious amounts of ginger which love um the chicken was tender it wasn't too dry yeah. uh it was overall like really good yeah um i had the old school yes you did i had the old school ramen um so the 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 heat the heat levels were really cute yeah but I didn't know because they were so cute. I didn't know what the heat level was supposed to be. <laughs> so the heat levels were like no spice, just a kick, um, something, 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 and then it's like this is too hot for me. Yeah, and I should have done that one, but I didn't know. So I got the one in the middle, and then I had to add spice to it. But once I added spice to it, it was really yummy. Yeah. Um, I got a canned Coke, which. I don't understand L.A. and canned Cokes, but I'm not going to worry about it. Why? What do you mean? That's not a thing to go anywhere else but here. For To go? Yeah. That is a very L.A. thing. It's an L.A. thing and a New York thing. But it's like, be- No, it's because small business owners. Yeah. Yeah. I know, but it's like, it's so funny to me that I get like a can <laughs> of Coke. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> um, like in Texas, it's like, do you want a Coke? And then they give you like a 32 liter of Coke. Everything's bigger in Texas. Everything is so much bigger in Texas. Um, but yeah, no, the ramen was really good. I would rate the ramen like a seven point five out of ten bag of handcuffs. Yeah, I would give it seven out of ten pearls snapping off. Mm-hmm. Um, the the rosé. The rosé. You we tried it once and it was like you said it was like buttery. It. It's like smooth. It's and smooth. It's smooth like a cream. It's like cream without the berries, which is yes. not what you want in rosé. Here's the thing: it has fresh berry notes. Yeah, it. You. That's why it's like it's like cream that had touched the berries and then like and then, like, and then you left. get promptly left and promptly left and, and you didn't put it on then, a scone. You put it on a saltine cracker. Yeah, like. and then like put on a sweater. Like it. Like it promptly left. Um, it's great when you can't when if it's a great rosé to have if you've been drinking so long you can't taste the drinks you're drinking anymore because you can feel the alcohol you can feel the alcohol but it's like not really um don't it shouldn't be a go-to yeah give it to your worst enemy i wouldn't say the worst enemy your worst enemy you should give that other shit too uh (laughs) (laughs) yeah that shit is terrible Uh, so this i'm gonna give it a five yes out of ten. Really? I'm going to give it a four. Yeah, I get that. I'm going to give it a five out of ten menage trois. I'm going to give it a four out of ten champagne on the body. <laughs> Should we do the truth or drink before we do, do the final rating of the movie? Yeah, sure. Sure, sure. I didn't even bother to look up, like, Ron Tomato shit of this. No, I don't have the time. <laughs> So we got the saucy cards this time. <laughs> and I was not prepared. Um, so mine is, what is something you wish your ex would have done sexually, but didn't? 
Mine is so very similar to that. Really? Is it? Yeah. Oh. Should I pull a new one? What does yours say? Mine says, mine says, what is a sex thing you've never been able to try but wish you could? Like, that's the same. It is the same. I'll pull a new one. Uh, to answer your question, I've never dated, so I don't know. Oh, that's a good cop-out. That's a good cop-out, ma'am. I've never had a boyfriend, so I've never had an ex. I don't know what I'd want. I've never had a boyfriend either, Missy. (laughs) Perfect, we can cop-out together. What was the last time you've had unprotected sex, and has it ever crossed your mind? I'm gonna drink. I'm just going to drink. Does it cross your mind? I'm going to (laughs) drink. I've never had unprotected fat. Wow. I've I've never had unprotected sex, and that is a fact. I wrap it, wrap it. You wrap it. Listen. That's really good for you. Yeah, no, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. Yeah. I'm also not on the pill, so, like, wrap it. Jesus. If you don't. Wrap mm, it real tight. Wrap it real tight. Yeah. Uh, and also pull out. <laughs> Wait, really? Because I'm not on the pool. Well, yeah, yeah, I worry. Yeah, 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 yeah because yeah, yeah. I'm. If no, I was, no, you know what? Let's, we're gonna stop. <laughs> we're, we're gonna stop. <laughs> you asked. I did ask, and then I remembered where we were, and that we were holding microphones. And I, and I said. So there. Yep. What would you rate the movie? <laughs> I would rate the movie 2.5. 2.5 out of uh <laughs> 2.5 out of gingerbread Rocky costumes cuz her underwear was her swimsuit bottoms were gold. They were gold. They were gold. We love a good Rocky horror reference. Yes, we do. Uh, I'm going to give this a point five out of ten. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> stealing mom robes? Like, it's like, <laughs> listen, if if they hadn't added so many nude scenes, I'd probably give it, like, a four. But they added so many mm-hmm. that it was distracting and unnecessary. And yeah. there are other ways to, because honestly, like, at a certain point, it's kind of like, her boobs are out again. Right. And it's only hers. Yeah. Because everyone else said no. Which yeah. which is like, good for them. But also like, I, no. Yeah, so. don't, don't pick one person. I, I, w- I give it a 2.5 because Jamie Presley does a really good job. She does. Honestly, like the moment she's allowed to be an actor, yeah. she's great. Yeah. Like she's, cra- it's very like Margot Robbie. Yeah. Oh Extremely yeah. Extremely so. She does very good. Um, I like, and I like the overall setup of, of like, even if, if it had been done in a, with a better director, honestly, yeah. like the, I, the, the emotional weird things, it could be, have been a really good, like horror thriller yeah. of like this woman who has been fucked up emotionally because her mom like slept with her boss and yeah. she like had her life ripped apart. If they didn't make it so pornographic and done it done it focused more on the thrill of everything and yeah. focused more on the revenge arc which is the core of the story yeah. 
It would have probably been fascinating. Because honestly, the thing is, is that like, if they had, if they had actually hidden her body, and yeah. done and done very interesting shots with shadows and with all of this like different things and like actually film noir and actually film noir, like it would have been really cool. Yeah, but the director solely like, like, just led with her body first and then yeah. tried to fill in the blanks and didn't really try to do anything directorially. That would have been different. That would have been good. And the actors in it are pretty good. I, I like. I wasn't like actually cackling at any of the actors' lines for the most part. Like, yeah, no. Like they did good. It's they just, made strong choices. They just had a director that cared more about yeah sex than yeah. <laughs> than the story than the story at all. So yeah, that's why. That's there. Alrighty. So where can they find you? Oh, they can find me at GoodHop28 on the platforms where they can find you. They can find me at Tabitha underscore the one and only. And then you can find our podcast at Ramen and Rosé podcast also in the same places. Yeah. And you keep listening. can keep listening. You can also see Daria in a play pretty soon. Oh, yes. I don't know when this is coming out. This but will come out when people need to know where your play is. Yeah, so um, I'm <laughs> in Woman of Zalango, which is a move, uh, which, wow, which is a play all about uh, generally generational trauma throughout this Greek family. The cast is all women and one man, which is great. We love to see it. He plays all of the jackasses, and Peter does a great job. Um, it's not a published play yet. This is literally sort of the premiere before it gets published. Hopefully, yeah. it's the last like de- developmental stage. So we're having we're having shows the first three weekends of March. The first two weekends are at CSU Fullerton, and the third weekend there we have a show at Santa Monica Playhouse. I won't be in that one, but my alternate Ashley will be. Um, and yeah, it's like my first really official play run as a paid actor, which yeah. is great. Yeah, that's amazing. I get it. Yay! Um, yeah, and that's it for us today. That so, is. Um, we'll see you next time. See you next time. I'm going to take an allergy pill. Please do. I don't know why you're dying. I don't know, but I've slowly been dying across the course of this episode. Yes, I've noticed. Uh, so. Um, so next week, Tabitha won't be dead. She will still be here, but we'll see from we'll there. See. We'll see. Alrighty. <laughs> Bye. Bye.